0: Let's set the stage. You're driving down the interstate. Hmm, Haven't we been here before? And while attempting to make a pass in the left lane going a perfectly legal speed, you discover the source of all the slowness is a big semi-truck. Crew set on 65 and emblazoned down the blue cargo bed in bold white letters is Amazon. This is a familiar sight for us all because frankly, it's how we get all of our stuff. For better or worse, it's a thing. So when Amazon shows up each fall with one of those semi-trucks literally loaded down with nothing more than announcements for new products and services, people tend to pay attention. This year was, put simply, no different, and yet entirely different all at the same time. Words like echo, fire, and for kids abounded, but right under the surface was a new sort of tension. All things echo suddenly also meant all things generative AI and the normal lineup of every possible screen size of device was definitely pared down to just a couple of relatively minor refreshes and spec bumps. This by itself isn't necessarily just an Amazon thing. We've talked very recently about how at first glance, Apple's own iPhone event was seemingly subdued, even calm. But Amazon is just in a different position. Layoffs earlier in the year touched almost every division, including the ones responsible for these very devices. And while Echo is nearly ubiquitous across households, they partially accomplished that feat with bargain basement prices and never-ending pack-ins. So the question that remains, is this truly just a slower year for Amazon? Or is there perhaps something more strategic happening just behind closed doors? Let's find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Solid State Podcast. I'm your host, John Joyce. I'm Eric Sargent. And I'm Cody Toscano. And we are here this week. Um, we say it all the time, not a whole lot to talk about. We're going to keep it short. Um, i never I've, sure, No, yeah. I've never felt more sure of that <laughs> statement in my entire life, only because we set ourselves up for it because... I don't know if it was eight or 900 times. We've said in the last couple of weeks, guys, that Amazon event is going to roll around and they're going to pop up on stage and they're going to talk about 245 yeah. devices in 60 minutes. And it's going to be bonkers. And then they didn't. Yeah. Nope. Um, Not so much. I mean, they, just to clarify, there was an event. It took place as we're recording something. yesterday on September 20th. And, um, I don't know if this was I'm just gonna cut right to it right for the you same know, for time. Um, I don't know if this was necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it was for the right reasons. Um, I, I never believed in the sustainability, no like Earth pun intended, um, of Microsoft. I'm sorry, of Amazon <laughs> getting up there. you're cheating ahead yeah. of Amazon getting up there and talking about that many devices every year. Cause you know what we got? Yeah. We got the most quintessential modern expression of change the color change the shape sell a new one and these devices weren't really changing they weren't really getting any tangibly better it was change the color or change the shape and sell them a new one and that just if it if it only works for so long for the ipod it's only gonna work so long for the speaker in the corner of your kid's room that they can play baby shark through you know what I mean? And Never yes, been. I know what I just did. All of you who that's just to start earworming. ear Yeah. 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 <sighs> I did that. I yeah. did that. Um, anyway, <laughs> or the Ted Lasso fans out there just started Jamie tarting in their heads, but it yep, is what it is. Exactly. Um, anyway, um, I guess there's no other thing to do, but to dive right into, I mean, Amazon had their event. They yep. had an event. People showed up. Devices were on stage. It was not the Ferris wheel of device announcements. And again, that for me at least wasn't the problem. I'm, I'm a fan of a slightly more focused event that brings meaningful devices, products, or services to bear. I just don't know if that last thing was actually the case. Yeah. I don't,
1: I don't, it doesn't feel like it. I mean, we can talk about the elephant in the room, which is what everyone seems to be focused on, you know,
0: almost everyone, ev- sure.
1: almost everyone is AI. So that's, that was like their big thing. They they talked about AI at length and how, and I'm sorry for your speakers out there. Cause I'm just going to say her name. Um, they're integrating like chat GPT type generative AI into Alexa. So she's going to become more conversational. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be able to, they actually on stage said, Alexa, have a conversation with me. And then they proceeded to talk like a natural conversation and it didn't actually sound bad. Like they were having wifi issues at the event because there were so Whoa. many people there. Yeah. So there Whoa. was some, there was some like jittery stuff happening because of the wifi situation. But for the most part, it was a successful conversational test and, and she sounded more natural than she does now on the speakers when you talk So so So.
0: two things for all my moaning about it all i just heard is that that happening just solidified us getting nothing but infomercials at apple's events for the next 10 years (laughs) because somebody from their events team was like see
2: right there it happened enough times to them. right they're like done with it
0: (laughs) because that person still hasn't gotten over the 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 year that steve jobs had to tell everyone from on stage (laughs) to get off the wi-fi because they couldn't run their test
1: but yeah that was hilarious but they also so they um one of the other things that they announced that i'm not doing this in order i'm jumping around no that would have helped them was they they had they talked about some euro wireless as well uh, okay, and they should have been using funny. that on stage because it's the wi-fi seven maybe they would have done better with that coverage yeah. all right
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I actually do i do want to talk if
0: you're okay with it, i do want to talk about the IRO stuff i yeah. actually want to come back to it last sure because well I, I i do have there's a there's a weird method to my madness but i do want to circle back
1: to ero okay. last yeah yeah, yeah. But,
0: but but you're but you're right maybe the event team at wherever they at the yeah event, they
1: should have wired uh, up could have possibly Euro. Yeah, but yeah. So AI powered Alexa. Cool. I mean, I think that's neat. I think it's where all of this is going. I don't think they needed to spend so much time on it. Time on it. Well, it's a gimmick at this point. So here's the
0: thing, Alexa, this is going to be the minute this rolls out the word let's chat, you know, you can say the hot word and then let's chat invokes this, you know, generative AI conversational ability. Cool. I will say the reason this is newsworthy more than anything is this is going to, this is going to put GPT style, you know, generative AI models in front of people that may have been hearing about it on their evening news for the last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But have never once attempted to log into chat GPT or use Bard or have ever opened up Copilot on windows. (laughs) Haha, cheating for it again. Um, suddenly the speaker they talk to every single night when they're cooking or every single time they set a timer or ask about the weather is going to have this ability i do think it was smart for them to put it behind its own hot phrase sure because i'm sure there's gonna need some training like every other yeah AI generative AI model that we've worked with. um, I will tell you right now, I do not want my echo to start hitting on me. (laughs) And based on every other experience I've had with a generative AI model that isn't, that is allowed to just run off the rails. It will either become a sad blogger kid from 2001 (laughs) Or start to convince you that you and the AI were meant to be
1: together forever, because th-
0: those are the, those are the two possible outcomes of these models left to
1: their own devices well, for two long. All that long. tells me, all that makes me ask is, who's training these things the most? Yeah. We did. That's no, the
0: problem, yeah, man. Crazy. They yeah. f- they freaking took. They they scraped every bad like message board from 2001 to 2005 Ao3s powering the back end of this thing what do you think's going on (laughs) Like, like anyway like who did we did they took the (laughs) worst of us which is us from the internet over the last 20 years and that's what made this thing smart
1: you
2: know
0: in one teeny tiny little corner of these models is like Shakespeare, yep. Gilbert and Sullivan, you know, things that you know, it's, it's, But
1: it's all spelled wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that. Yes. <laughs> oh,
0: and most of them were like just really bad one liners from a tattoo ideas website. Right. I mean, mm. really, like this is all been trained <laughs> by the worst ideas of ourself from like 2001 to 2009. Like that's yeah. where the majority of this data came from. So uh, back to my original point, I do think it's smart that they weren't just like, Great news, everyone. Next time you say blah, 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 and ask it the weather, it's gonna give you the weather and then talk to you about clouds. Mm, Like I know that's their end game because that's the hook, right? Right. They want you to to get used to to it. Yeah. They well, they want you to ask it that one thing and then keep the conversation going. Mm -hmm. Because if you can start talking to the robot long enough, eventually the robot can find a much less disturbing than it does right now, anyway, way to remind me, hey. You know, you haven't ordered toilet paper recently, right? Mm-hmm. If you tell me right now, I can have that toilet paper on your doorstep in 48 hours or less. Like right. that's, that's the path because really all roads lead back to you because these are big for-profit, multi-billion dollar, in some cases, multi-trillion dollar organizations. They want to make money. And monetizing AI, mm-hmm. still the last time I checked the biggest question mark that the
1: industry yeah. at large has to figure out. They're going to do product placement. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to be like, it's not going to be, you know, you haven't ordered toilet paper. It's going to say, you know what? That's Charmin. Let me tell you. And you're going <laughs> to... <laughs> that's right. They yeah. for the product placement. You know what would go really good with this dinner you're making that I see through the camera? <laughs> a nice cold Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yep. And a bottle of the
0: Because, I mean, let's look at Amazon's most basic model. Amazon's most basic model is run the internet, because they do, on one side of the building. The whole other side of the building is just how do we ship you toilet paper as efficiently, effectively as possible and make sure you don't buy it from anyone else. So all the rest of these tools, you've got AWS and then everything else Amazon does, which is a very, very well crafted machine designed to make sure that if you ever consider, I want to buy blank or I've even remotely interested in someday buying blank that Amazon or some Amazon service is going to be the very first place you start. Yep, you're um, and ask hopefully for it from anywhere that
1: process, including your glasses. So
0: yes, and an excellent segue. <laughs> um, so because really AI was the only logical place to start because it was its own conversation point at the event, but then yep. it was just strewn throughout. All the rest, all the other. I feel like oh, they had
2: to now because with everyone else talking about AI, they kind of have yeah. to be like, okay, we're doing it too, just so everyone knows. Like, you right. know, oh, we're
0: not getting that behind. was a given. Yeah. And, right. and and I guess Eric and not to you know sidestep your excellent segue, because um, we're going to jump there. <laughs> no, no, we're going to jump there in just a second. Cody, you're also right because for Amazon especially, this had to be inevitable because much like the current fleet of Alexas that are out on people's dining tables are one of the ultimate expressions of where to put access to these models. Those Alexa devices in the first place were the first, nobody had a talking speaker in their house until Echo.
1: Until they were insanely cheap from them. Yeah.
0: Yes. You had the super small subset of people that were spending at, at the time, especially tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars on these very, very niche very, very janky for what they cost, quote unquote, giant air quotes, smart home setups. Yeah, and then you had Alexa. And then on the heels was Google Home and Home Kit and everything else. But really, there was effectively for the masses, nothing. And then there was Alexa. And right. it seemed magical. It was a robot that talked to you. It did five things. But it was shocking that it could hear you from across the room ask about one of those five things. and then from that moment forward, the only logical conclusion was mating it with these type models that it had to wait to get here. the, mm-hmm. the, the models had to exist and they didn't then
1: um they were trying so this, to do some right. sort of AI, but it was more yeah. it was more straight programming than it was anything generative. so yeah yeah
0: it, it, it was a very very well built if this then that
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. If Definitely. the user
0: asks this, reply that. If the user wants this, invoke that. I mean, it was, it continues to be one of the most ubiquitous expressions of the platform. Mm-hmm. However, and I've brought it full circle back to this on several episodes this year, I'm sorry, but I refuse to let this just disappear beneath the waves. The broader Alexa and Echo divisions were not untouched by the layoffs earlier this year. Right. Mm-hmm. There are people that don't have jobs today because of they've not yet figured out how to fully monetize or even necessarily make profitable any of these now over decade long bets yeah so i what i don't want to be confused about is yes there is an there is an alexa on more surfaces you know not microsoft surfaces uh, <laughs> on, on more dining tables end tables nightstands you name it than almost any other branded device on planet because they'll throw one at you if mm-hmm. you walk anywhere yep. near a best buy and say the word smart bulb mm-hmm. right I, it just or or just happen to log into amazon on a tuesday yeah
2: all those yep. so they, do all they, the they, they
0: they won that footprint by being first and then once there was finally competition they've 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 held much of that ground by just literally giving it away. Mm-hmm. So profitability, which I don't care what any of these companies will tell you, they still have shareholders. They have they have the massive war chests to have these be incredibly slow long-term plays, but the play still has to go somewhere. Yeah. So this move on AI, while it is, again, that logical conclusion of what Alexa and Echo and all that was always supposed to be, hopefully there's a concrete plan behind it for, and this is how it's going to actually turn a profit or else we could see those teams start dwindling again. Cause all, all I've heard from AI from the people actually on the front lines making it is my God, is this stuff expensive to stand up and operate?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Processing Every piloting, single yeah. query you throw at chat GPT costs money. Every single question you ask Bard or copilot costs money. So I have to imagine every single time you say, mm-hmm, "Let's chat," right? Somewhere, uh, you know, some guy in a, a cowboy to cool some, off, some, uh, Well, well, no, some cowboy, some some guy in a cowboy hat looking at the latest rocket he built just said, "Man, my residual check just got a little bit smaller." Right. So, um, anyway good old business. Uh All right. So Eric, so Eric, I promised I wouldn't completely Oh no, yeah, excellent it was, pivot because you really the, the, glasses I think were because that, that isn't I that's be something new. Oh, I don't get them at all. <laughs> I didn't get them when Facebook did it either. Or, right. you know,
1: like that they're was, making glasses. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like if it were some sort of a revolutionary AR situation with a heads up display and things like that, I'd be excited about it. But this is essentially an echo built into your lens your frames with bone conduction speakers behind your ears Yes, neat i guess like you
0: can, can i can i can i tell you who did this like four years ago razor
1: right i own yeah.
0: them yeah. you want to know what i paid for them 20 percent their retail price because nobody wanted one
1: right yeah and yeah. that's
0: the
2: thing yeah this classes are still in that weird zone right like some people need them actually so they need to get the prescription lenses which makes the price go up you know i i think glasses are a weird spot to like make a smart device
0: meta's trying to do the same thing with their with their partnership with ray-ban yeah this is i'm gonna do my best to keep this one short because this one's actually a really really hot button one for me uh personally the mere existence of these and the ones from Meta and the ones that Razer tried to do. Again, mm-hmm. not, that, not that the Razer ones impacted the market in any way. Um, because it's-
2: Snapchat crazy. glasses, they did that too, I
0: remember. Oh, the, the, all yeah. the, the Snapchat mm-hmm. spectacles. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, they, All of these attempts. Mm-hmm. I talk about bets a lot on this show. This isn't a bet. This is throwing a product at the wall because you can't build the product you want to. Right. And I don't want to conflate that with what we've talked about. Say, and I know this is a stretch, so follow me here. I don't want to conflate that with what Apple's doing with Vision Pro. Mm-hmm. So that's very, very yes, I mean, I definitely. do believe yeah. I do believe that the Vision Pro that we are going to get only exists because they can't build the Vision Pro they want to yet. That's still like those two things are, are, pun intended, apples to apples true. The difference is, though, they still elected to build the Vision Pro because there was enough of that technology stack that needed to exist to start driving towards what they want to build. And that's why they're $3,500. Right, Right. yeah. All these glasses that look almost identical to the glasses I see both of you wearing right now, but they're slapping bone conduction speakers in the back Mm -hmm. in a really crappy... AI assistant, or not even AI assist virtual assistant, mm-hmm. um, are just because no one has cracked, going all the way back to Google Glass, yeah. how to effectively, effectively, affordably, and realistically. Get this technology down into a package that'll actually fit in glasses. Eric, you said it already. There's no visual element to these. Nope. There's nothing smart about the optics. They could just as easily Velcroed a speaker to the back of someone's earlobe and accomplish the exact same right.
1: thing. And they, that's the thing. They, there's no there's no room in here for any kind of extensive processing,
2: mm-hmm. which no. means you're going to get the it's majority of the processing in the cloud. power
1: either in the cloud or from your phone. Like you're going to have to connect them through your phone and it's going to process through there, through the Alexa app or whatever on your phone. Neat, you know, but no, no heads up element, none of that. And and again, that's, that's the future still. Like we're not there. Like you said, the technology doesn't exist. Otherwise they would be trying to do it. Um, you know, and they could in, in a, yeah, in a way that is not like you know, obtrusive because I'm I'm thinking Google glass, they could have these glasses that they have. Right. And Mm -hmm. then have like an extension off of it that goes in that you can like swing in, in front of your face, like, you know, yeah. Boba Fett (laughs) flipping down his, like that's the only way that they could do it (laughs) and it would look ridiculous and they don't want to do that. So they're trying to make these sleek. They're trying to make them fashionable. They're trying to make them look like glasses people would want, but I'll tell you this right now as somebody with a big head, (laughs) Um, I, I have trouble finding glasses wide enough for, for my head because I got Mm, a big fat head. So you, you take those glasses that they've got there and then they're the bows on the glasses that go behind your ear are so much thicker because that's where the battery is. That's where the processing power is and all of that. Yep. If I put those glasses on my head, those bows would be pushing against my temples Mm-hmm. and and i would and they would push the the frames wait they're gonna look stupid mm-hmm. they just they're not a small enough the package is it's just not there yet like we know and, and, and microscopic i can tell you if, versions not, of this and it the technology is just not there no yeah. i haven't done the side by side
0: on this as far as like the the, the weight size and dimensions sure. compared to the, the the um the razor frames that i have um, but I will tell you if it's anywhere close to those, that's my main complaint. A, I, I don't know who wore them for more than four minutes because they, they put nothing on the nose guard to stop them from sliding. Down right. They're face. heavier right. too. So yeah. that's like, definitely and, and that's, that's the byproduct because they're so heavy that my earlobes actually start hurting because my, my main thing was like, okay, I'll wear them on walks. It's well, Eric and I talk, I, I walk every morning basically that we're not podcasting and Eric and I talk about work and tech and the show and everything else. Um, I'm like, oh well, great! I'll get these glasses. I can wear them in my walks and leave my ears otherwise unencumbered by the AirPods I normally wear. Let's give it a shot. My earlobes were on fire by the end yeah. of that, and I, and I have not used them for that purpose ever since. Yeah. So
2: yeah, we figured out the watch, but the other wearables, I think they not not they're gravitating yeah. towards the glasses. But <laughs> and and,
0: and could that's actually a really great comparison. But I think it's actually an comparison a comparison worth you know deeper interrogating, not necessarily here because. I still feel like I think about the first smartwatches you and I would have gotten our hands on. <laughs> I think about that first Pebble. Yeah, I think about, yeah. I, I, I think about um, the earlier um, Android Wear devices, like I the had ones that LG were
2: pre- thing. Yeah, yeah. The,
0: the, the ones that came out the basically a year before the Apple Watch. This would have been like 2014. Every single one, for as for as categorically bad as they were. Every single one of those were a better, more fully realized idea than any of these glasses have been, mm-hmm. even in yep. their second and third mm-hmm. iterations. Yeah, because sure. again, the the te- the technology behind shoving a tiny screen and some batteries and a cup and a speaker onto your wrist still more matured and realistic than shrinking down the technology to fit them effectively into glasses frames and making them be wearable. That's going to be forget on your wrist, on your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the yeah. thing people are looking at
1: yeah. all day and long make it comfortable yeah
0: and make it comfortable so echo frames
1: yep and then they did they they announced some other stuff some like i guess they're updating the echo show i i have one of these i inherited i this, and, and, and specifically kitchen, the show I never used eight?
0: It. <laughs> like it's one specific yeah, size of the show yeah. that's get, that's getting because i know they've got like the much bigger one like They've now made a size and form factor for these so many times. I don't actually remember which ones are still in production, which ones are end of life. Right. I just yeah. know they specifically chose to um to lean in on the show. Um, right. yeah. And they must have really realized how many people like have just stopped using these as anything other than a photo frame. Because they did a whole photos edition of the device, which I thought was interesting.
1: Yeah, it, it's and they're they're apparently you know again back to the AI they're working the AI into this as well or or at least some sort of like adaptive content with tracking or whatever like you're going to be able to right it'll te- it'll be able to tell when you're looking at it i guess is the thing like if you walk yeah, like if you're far it, away it it'll
2: only show a few pieces of information that you can see from far away and as you yep. get closer it'll
1: yeah it changes it it adapts the display based on where you are and and if you're looking at it and all that kind of stuff which i guess is cool it's just you know
2: i think it's like humans and, and technology growing and like living in our homes i think a a device akin to this is something that is never going to go away i think having like some kind of screen or something that you can glean information of i think they're definitely hitting that like spot where you do want one of these somewhere or or something and
0: shoving more sensors into it is i hate to say it also inevitable Mm -hmm. there are people that don't want it and they don't have to buy it but as you just just described for the average person who is going to get one of these for christmas from their kids and it's like look we've preloaded it with all these pictures of our new baby and mm-hmm. like cool. Now there's a smart photo frame that they can update with pictures of the baby as it's walking around the house. Yep. Um very, very cool. But then what but then packing it with sensors like when you walk up closer and it detects which you know for people that don't have a reason to fully interrogate how it's doing at, they just know there's a photo frame on their countertop. When they walk up, the weather gets easier to read. Like, yeah, that's, that's at least tangibly usable to the map. Again, what mm-hmm. Alexa did for, I'm sorry. What echo did first was get yeah. onto those kitchen counters, get onto yeah. those bedside tables and become those devices. I do think, I don't want to be misheard here because I said people are going to not interrogate it. That is not to say I don't think people shouldn't be further interrogating what sensors they're putting in their house, where they're broadcasting to. I continue to have, and this is industry-wide, it's not just about Amazon, but I'm going to pick on Amazon today because it's who we're here to talk about. I do have many questions for Amazon about where is, you know. What's being processed on device versus yeah. in the cloud? What's being retained in the cloud? What's being used for training these models? Like what how is the data being used? And I'm sure if I if if I sat here and dug, it's out there buried in the last three paragraphs of a press release from six months ago. Yeah. But what I don't see is a lot of outward, forward facing talk about here, you know. For everyone to know, here's how we care about your privacy.
1: Mm -hmm. And again, that is not just
0: about Amazon. I expect it at this point of every single company that wants us to invest the trust of please come shove this array of speakers, microphones, and cameras in my house. The least you owe me Mm -hmm. is a five minute explainer of how you're going to be keeping that information safe. Which Apple generally does, right? Apple generally does they do a better far from perfect yeah, they, do a yeah. better, <laughs> they do a much better job yeah. than most. Mm-hmm. They really, really do. They of, of at least making it apparent that it's a priority to right. Them. And, yeah and and also Amazon yeah. almost intentionally doesn't do that.
1: Right, because they're doing the exact opposite. Apple, mm-hmm. for the most part, I'm sure they're still grabbing data where they can, but for the most part, they're talking about keeping your data safe by processing everything possible on device, everything's encrypted end to end, all this kind of stuff. And then Amazon says nothing, it's just crickets, which means mm-hmm. they're not doing any of that. They're doing the opposite. They're, they're well, I'm not making everything. And, and, I, and <laughs>
0: I'm genuinely not making this about Apple, but it's the most stark point of comparison to exactly what I was getting at earlier. Apple is all in on services. I get that. Don't mishear me. They're not. They're not the quote unquote hardware company through and through they once were. But at the end of the day, Apple made margin the day I bought that overpriced HomePod. Mm -hmm, Right. Amazon made no money the day they sent me a twenty dollar Echo. They didn't. There's no way.
2: The Xbox model, right?
0: (laughs) Right. So, but the thing is, like. Yes, Amazon has their services. I can tell you right now, they're not making money off of Amazon Photos. You know what I mean? All these supportive services around are not they themselves making money. Apple is printing money with iCloud. They're Mm, printing money with the App Store. There's not a direct comparison there for Amazon on the consumer side. Again, AWS is a cash cow, not what I'm saying. But on the consumer side of things, those those individual services by themselves are not where they're making that money. Heck, Prime isn't even where they're making that money because they keep having to raise the price just to cover costs. (laughs) Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. So back to the point I was originally making, all that's left of value, if not the dollars themselves or the access to sell you more dollars down the road, is data.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're getting all of it. A lot they're of it. getting all of it. So. Um, so then they did another screen, um, the, the for the smart home, an an Echo Hub, which is I guess a another basically a thinner version of an echo show that just goes on your wall. That's for it's made
0: made to be wall mounted at that point. And I do firmly believe there is a space to be had here. I'm glad Amazon's doing it. Even if it's not the one I'm going to get, because I've kind of left the concept of of an, of an echo powered smart home behind. It was my earliest smart home for sure. Again, I I was that person I had all I remember the, the first few one, yeah. generations of Echoes and the bulbs and everything. I mean that that was me, and then I transitioned to Google Home, and then finally into HomeKit, where I am today. Um, until the next thing, right. but I will say I, through all the iterations of all the smart home platforms I have used and do use, I firmly believe there is a place for these type purpose built hubs. Amazon's now got this in the Echo Hub. Um, Google's got the Pixel Tablet that has some very very home like. Yeah. You know what I mean by home hub esque yeah. elements to it? A getting away from necessarily needing to tell a speaker every time you want to change the lights in the room. Right. Like, it's very nice when your hands are full. I do it all the time. I get to feel like a Jedi. We've talked about it on the yeah. show countless times. Love it. Sometimes I just want to be like, I just wanted to move a slider up and down until the lights are the temperature, the the brightness that I want. And I don't have those advanced touch sensitive dimmer switches all through the house. Mm -hmm. So to have one or two of these strewn about they're mounted on a wall or propped up on a counter. You can or grab them off you. the
1: wall and carry them with you if you want and that kind of thing. Sure.
0: Yeah. I, I do think Google's rendition of this with the Pixel Tab, was one of the better I've seen because they kind of did both. It's mm-hmm. got that speaker dock where it, yep. it can be that central smart speaker, you know, play mm-hmm. some basic music while you're cooking, that kind of stuff. But then you're you're adjusting the lights or you want to move, you know, adjust the music while you're walking through the house. You pick it up and it goes with you. Mm-hmm. That's great. This definitely looked more, they want you to, I mean, it's wall mountable for a reason right they want yeah. it mounted places which again at 180 dollars, going back to there's no way they're making money off of these yeah, no i have to imagine the intent is they want you to mount two or three of these throughout your house at key locations and um you know this is their attempt at you know going back to those ridiculously overpriced you know pre-generation smart homes i remember i still do walk into people's homes you know for, for various things and we'll see like the iPad mounted in like the yep. metal frame on yep. the wall because oh, yeah. that's where their AV company put it. Cause it's running their Crestron smart light system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Eric, Eric just died a little inside
1: <laughs> the worst to install. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't worry. They're worse to manage. Um, right. So echo hub be interesting to see. I, the thing about this is I just, this is just us enough the echo is all built around everyone and their brother is going to get 3 of these free on Prime Day this year because they bought enough toilet paper. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like that's just right. that's yeah. that, that's the spray and pray pattern of echo at large. The echo hub by the nature of what it is is a more intentional purchase. Like it's a thing you have to say I want to buy an eight inch mediocre screen mount it to the wall by the dining room to have a place to go adjust all the lights and the fans and the music. And if that's what you want to say, great. I'm glad it exists. I don't see it being the, this is what ushered in the smart, the, the smart home controller screen era of the smart home. I wish someone would make it that ubiquitous. Yeah. Again, something I want, I wish Apple would get off their butts and make one
1: mm-hmm. or something yeah. like it. Um, So they expect you to use your $800 uh, iPad to do it. (laughs) So
2: no, I
1: won't do it. (laughs) Right. Um,
0: So, and obviously there's, you know, some Eero integrations here, which again, filtering down uh, Amazon has done a few things very, very well. The stack of overall devices from the networking to the speakers to like all, all of it's there. I just continue to not be able to necessarily crack what the higher level business model is. And, again not for Amazon. Amazon makes money. I get that. Don't email me. But the true long-term strategy of how to the example we use all the time. If tomorrow, and I'm not campaigning for this necessarily, but maybe I am. If tomorrow a regulator walked in and said, "Congratulations, Andy, by by next week Echo has to be it has to be a completely separate business." Right completely untethered from Amazon has to have its own financials, its own p n l its own distribution logistics. it must serve itself and nothing else they'd be done mm-hmm. yeah they there's, there's no there's no way they're producing the revenues and more importantly the profits to keep a business open without being tethered to that. the larger entity that yep. is Amazon,
1: yeah, for sure, so. So, like uh, we can touch on the other devices relatively quickly, and then get back yeah. to the one that we wanted to talk about. So they they released a new Fire TV Stick. That's cool. Yep. Um, whatever. Not much Whoa. changing there. Um, you know, adding some like 6e Wi-Fi or whatever to make it faster. That's great. Um, and they added uh, they. And this one uh, like makes the audio guy in me twinge, but they released a Fire TV soundbar, hundred and twenty dollar <laughs> soundbar, no subwoofer, no. You know, I hate being, being that guy, guy that I like, see
0: soundbar and hundred and twenty dollars, and I refuse. Even if it's
1: Amazon, even at their margins, I refuse to believe
0: that can sound good.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. there's no way. It's a twenty-four inch soundbar. It's it's one of the, it's for someone who has I feel like like an older Fire TV or right. or just they've had the TV for a while. and They've moved into a bigger space and the tv speakers they're like why does this sound so tinny this sounds awful i just need yep. something real quick to make this sound a little better this would be like you know the first sound bar you would get because it's like oh that's cheap and it's the same brand as the tv i have or whatever and you grab that and it's yeah you know it sounds better slightly than the tv speakers because it's facing you and so right of like, yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's it that's all it's got and then they did some um Uh, blink outdoor cameras they talked about um the last Cody, you've used those before i mean blink i will
0: admit is an area that i've not played i've i followed it but i've never bought or used one i know you you've used those for some family before right yeah yeah i
2: have a few at my place now um they work pretty well i mean they they mentioned in there like they have like a battery expansion pack because it they they have like double a's in them but um i haven't had to replace the batteries once since like since i got them so that that's nice and you've had them for like
1: almost two years you said
2: yeah yeah it's been almost like that's amazing yeah
1: yeah so batteries
2: um yeah they they work well i mean i I originally was looking at the um ring stuff but um like i think they mentioned here like the the their the blink pricing is lower
1: than other stuff so i was like i'll I'll try these yeah i'll go with a couple of these so
2: oh i'm sorry that's
1: the battery the floodlight mount accessories dollars. Yeah. So the, mm-hmm. the, the cameras are what like 160 bucks or something like that which is for like, like a pack of event. price. Yeah. yeah oh yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah no they work well, well. i mean I, I there's definitely like more features on other cameras but for what i need like it it does the motion it does like the full audio video so i mean it works pretty yeah. well
1: that's that's cool i mean yeah I, I was wanting to get one of those for my garage so i just you know i'd probably get the the ring stuff because a nice thing it about integrates it with what I already have. So mm-hmm. right. blink.
2: So Amazon has like a cloud where you can save all of the, the, you know, the videos that it takes, but a yeah. nice thing about blink. I haven't looked into other ones. If they do this, uh, like I can attach an external drive to like my little hub and it will save all the videos to a local drive.
1: So I don't have to use the cloud. I've never looked into that. I'll have to see if my ring can do that. I don't know if it, it's kind of a cool feature. Does.
2: So I, I like that. Um, yeah that's cool. So I didn't have to use like the their subscription. I could just use an external drive that I had.
1: That's cool. And then they okay. So then, other than that, they released some kids stuff. Some like speak <laughs> like Disney and Marvel branded kids speakers <laughs> and um, uh, Fire HD ten kids tablet. And they also released a pro version of one as well. Like they're, they're releasing a, a pro kid tablet, I guess it's going to be a li- for quote unquote older kids. It's a little more powerful to
0: say for the budding artist in your family, like graphic yeah, design, like what are we <laughs> building a pro kids know. tablet? Yeah,
1: I mean, um, well, I just, I have no, sure a bigger
0: screen. It, it, it's probably one of their more powerful ones to run them, right. one the More 3d heavy games, things like that.
1: Yeah. I had one of the original kids fire hd tablets or whatever that they had with like the blue padded case or whatever for for my son and it was fine oh, you owned like a frisbee <laughs> yeah basically and because you, you know, could basically was, throw it
0: as a frisbee and nothing would happen yeah. to it and that's what
1: and that was their whole shtick you pay an extra 20 dollars for the device it comes with the case and it comes with a warranty where if the kid yeets it across the room and it smashes <laughs> you can call them and they'll send you a new one And it, and it happened they did they legitimately did that his his device eventually started like slowing down and the screen was flickering. So I reached out to them. They sent me a new one because it was within the two years. So that's awesome. But they sent me the same one and it was trash because it was like the first generation and it was so slow you couldn't run mm-hmm. most of the apps because it's just some janky Android tablet that they've yep. you know grafted their stuff into and, and it wasn't great at that. I know they've gotten better since then, but right. not a huge you know, it's cool for what it is. It's you know a first tablet, an inexpensive tablet. So you don't have to pay five hundred dollars for an iPad, you can get a kid mm-hmm. his tablet, right. and they can play and most of the apps and stuff, and they yes. can just wreck it. So, yeah. and that's it serves its purpose for sure. So, I also don't think I, I'm
0: going to keep beating this drum. I don't think they're making money off of them because, no. again, what you just described,
1: like yeah, if they just send you a <laughs> new one, yeah, that's yeah the thing that's they, come, they come with a service like for kids that mm-hmm. auto renews when you buy it after a certain number of time it expires and it an auto renews onto your Amazon account, yep. and it like gives them access to a certain number of apps for free, and they can stream music, it's uh, kids music dollars and, like and so on know, and so that, forth that kind of stuff but, yeah. but so that's pretty much everything they announced other than the wi-fi that we were going to circle back to talk about yeah and, and i thing. do and
0: i'm going to circle back quickly because i i do want to um the eero Max 7 and i have i've you i currently use some eero equipment because i haven't mm-hmm. i've been too lazy to install what i want to install um and we're not going to get into that but eero Max 7 so the um Eero did Wi-Fi 6 earlier mm-hmm. than most, did it really well. They then did 6E earlier than most, did it really well. Wi-Fi 7, I apparently blinked recently and someone announced Wi-Fi 7 and I missed it. Yeah, it was <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just fast. We're just now, and I mean this week, just now getting 6E on a lot of the most like important, ubiquitous devices out there. Yep. So I guess this is one of those moments where I will say, don't, please don't buy this. Right. And I don't mean because it's bad. I mean, you're wasting your money as someone who spends too much of his making his home network as fast and efficient as humanly possible. um, $600 for one access point. The three pack is $1,700.
1: Yeah. And don't the big thing is, it has a massive, massive amount of bandwidth. Yes. Almost no one has that type of internet that, in their that's home. That's the other thing. Mm. Yes.
0: Yeah. You don't have well, 10 you, gigabit
1: fiber at your house to make this nope. worthwhile. If you do, <laughs> I'm there. very
0: excited for you. The IT company you probably pay to hook all your stuff up can handle your Wi-Fi. Like yep. no <laughs> one who's buying a home Wi-Fi in a box and plugging it in currently, currently needs just shy of 10 gig wired speed and 4.3 gigabit. And I get those are in labs, by the way, because no one is standing next to their access point in an actual house and getting 4.3 gigs over Wi-Fi. Okay. First of all, you don't have a device with the <laughs> yeah, radio. I was say
2: that. That's crazy.
0: You don't own a device with the radio in it. Like I guess I'm just irritated because this is the ultimate We're going to put out a device, slap specs on the side of it, and then very, very, very conveniently never mention that no one is going to be able to use it because you don't own the internet to power it and you don't own the devices that can connect to it. Mm -hmm. This would be like Verizon and AT&T and my God, please don't do this because I said it because then I'll feel responsible. (laughs) Walking out next year and saying, you know what, guys, we haven't finished that 5G rollout yet. I haven't figured out what 6G is yet, but... We've got some for for when we do it. We've got some phones. To, it's right like the, yeah, it's yeah. selling the devices before the thing exists. That is that is just one step shy of dishonest, mm-hmm. really. Because if you don't know, then you don't know. Yeah, you look and, and see, it's, you you go to
1: the store. I and want you the see, fast one. I want the fast one, and they're going to say it's a little more expensive. I don't care. I want as fast as you've got. They sell them the seven and they take it home and it will be fast and it will do, but it will do but nothing but more yeah, than the one that's half the price. They're using 10% of it. Yep. Yeah. So mm. that's just, that's why I
0: want to circle back on it. It's just, again, I, I am never against pushing technology forward, even at a premium. That's fine. But sell people something that they're going to be able to use when they take it out of the box in some meaningful way or say outright if your desire is to future-proof your home in every way possible, this is for you, knowing full well you're not going to get genuine benefit from it for likely a couple of years. Yeah. And yeah. PS, by the way, there's no way they're not going to update this thing again, right? Before, before the devices are actually out there in the market that can take place. There will be a Zero Max Seven Pro or whatever. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For half the price. And and you know what I mean? So it's like this is just, this is bait. They're baiting the people with oh, yeah. more money than cents that just exactly said they're going to walk on the store and say, I want the fast one and I don't care what it costs. And it's the opposite of all the rest of their stuff. This is just a money grab. There mm-hmm. is no service to be had here. It's pure and simple spec-driven money grabbing. And
2: that's irritating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and they, they work well. It's just a shame they have to go at it this way.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's the thing. in In a year's time, yeah. when they've got these are the old one or whatever, people uh-huh. will be able to get them for half the price, and mm-hmm. you know, and that's great. And you know, but there's a lot of early adopters out there that are going to go in and they're just going to waste their money. But yeah, I guess not our problem. But yeah, nope. so then the other elephant in the room we can talk about is. um yep. Somebody, somebody to, left one place and went to another. To another. Yeah. So, so
0: um, 30,000 foot. Um, Amazon's event was yesterday on the 20th. Today we are recording. It's Thursday the 21st. Microsoft has what's shaping up to be a mid lane. You know, mid- I don't mean the devices themselves, just not near even this amount of devices to announce um, a surface and AI event um, later on today that we will, of course, circle back on after the fact, likely next week at this point. Yeah. Because um, we just don't feel there's likely to be anything that. Time sensitive or earth shattering. We'd rather, rather than do a bunch of predictions, we'd rather just cover what they actually do end up announcing when the time is right. So we'll be doing that in the coming days. But the bit of Amazon to Microsoft connective tissue, or actually vice versa, that Eric was alluding to was um, Panos Panay, long time face of Microsoft and brains in a large part yeah. of Microsoft's hardware plays, their hardware division, their devices. Yeah, this, if the you've used, line. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you've used surface, if you've, u- I mean, this stuff filters out into Microsoft into Xbox. Like yep. if Microsoft makes a piece of hardware and it's, or if my, if there's a piece of hardware that has a Microsoft logo somewhere on it, chances are a pandas Panay or a department that he directly operated was involved and very, unceremoniously was gone just as yeah, in, just all it of was a sudden just, one
1: day got news he left
0: it was an open letter and it was, it wasn't even one of the more typical what we get which is like a you know so proud of all my years at the company you yeah. know thank you for all the opportunity moving on to my next no it was from someone else at microsoft announcing his departure and then the news started to crack out very very shortly thereafter it appears that um panos is going to be popping up over on the hardware side at amazon so, right. I will say Search. we've we've <laughs> talked on this show how many times about how I feel, how I what I feel at how successful Surface specifically has been, not just as a product to itself, but to the industry that it's a part of. How it's mm-hmm. driven forward the devices in the PC space and what we how we think about those devices and how we use them. Panos is directly connected to that and that that and that that success story. So bring it full circle as we wrap up here to everything I've kind of moaned about through this episode about what Amazon's been meandering through with their devices and their vision for those devices. Panos Panay could be a missing piece yeah. to that if becoming can, a strategy that them actually that makes money.
1: Yeah, if he can yes. give them that focus that they need to, to make that sort of leap yep. into, into an actual real product cycle for yep. their devices and make meaningful devices instead of just cash grabs, that would be interesting to see. I mean, it makes yep. me wonder if they're planning on doing some sort of a surface slash laptop sort of situation with their brand on it and all that kind of stuff, and they, they want could. to head that or,
0: or out. Or it could be as obviously simple as, look at this massive footprint we've amassed. Yeah. Now help us turn it into a business.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. And,
0: and it could just, not just air quotes here, just be that. So. Yeah. We'll see. Like we say all the uh, on so many of these, we will we can do yeah, we'll nothing more but we'll watch out, yeah. and see how it shakes out. So uh on that bombshell, I think we will uh wrap it up. Um don't think there's a whole lot else to cover Amazon wise yeah. until these devices start dropping. It'll be a Prime Day coming up in October. A lot of these devices will either be available or probably discounted already yeah, probably for some reason. Who yeah. freaking knows? But uh with that, anything else y'all have as we wrap it up?
1: Uh no, just go out there and uh like and subscribe. Give us a like for every Amazon device. Oh, geez. Oh,
2: they yeah. I, I,
0: I, suddenly, iCloud starts melting yeah, exactly. because of all Just, the iTunes traffic. But, it. uh, all right. Well, with that, we will wrap it up and catch you next time. Later.
2: Later.